0: Hello and welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges, where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host and I am super excited to be here. As always, please, if you love the content, share it with a friend. Uh, Give us a a little recommendation here, subscribe, whatever makes you smile. We begin with the quote of the day. Make the most of yourself by fanning the tiny inner sparks of possibility into flames of achievement. And that is by Golda Meir. So we have a guest today that I met recently and I'm very happy to introduce you to Yvonne E.L. Silver is a confidence catalyst and the founder for Women and Wisdom Media and Flourish. She teaches her clients how to have more success in business the results are clients' experience is elevated confidence to powerfully lead and engage their staff, ask for bigger sales, creating a sustainable business that is balanced and fun. Yvonne is a speaker, executive coach, best-selling author, mentorship chair, radio show host, and Reiki practitioner trained in emotional intelligence. As the author of the overnight bestseller, Words, Women, and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Convenient Conversations, you are going to learn a lot today about that topic of confidence. So Avon, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for the invitation, Heather. It's lovely to join you.
0: Yes, I'm happy to have you. So confidence is a big one for me and for my clients, and I am very excited to hear what you have to say about it. But I'd like to hear a little bit about your background first. You have an interesting background with a a really amazing story about rising from chaos to confidence, and maybe not a lot of people are aware of it. Can you share it with the audience?
1: Sure. As you can probably tell from my accent, I grew up in England. And I I grew up with a dysfunctional household. My father was in World War II, came back from Dunkirk with a, a bullet, grazed his temple, and he came back with PTSD. So what I experienced, which significantly contributes to the work I do today with women, is he literally drained the life right out of my mom. I mean, she was a business working professional before she married and stayed home and had kids. And I literally watched him with his anger and upset about the the disease that that was now forming in his head. That I mean, they just didn't treat thousands of men as they came back. And he literally drained the dignity right out of her. Had control of the money, of the household, of the car keys. And it was it was not a it was not. a a nice place to be growing up and I literally watched my mom fall into pieces and I swore that I was never going to be that person, never ever and that's why I do the work that I do today specifically around language, confident conversations to help my clients to step into more powerful language and they get better results that way. So it's, Mm. it's impactful, hugely impactful.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I find that the people who have gone through uh, very, very difficult backgrounds and learning experiences often come to the, the realization that they need to help, right? They need to serve. They need to make sure that somebody else doesn't have to go through it. And it's amazing that you were able to you know, use that very difficult time to make life a little bit better for someone else, which is, I take my hat off to you for that one, that's for sure. I'm sure it's shaped who you are today. Um, But where are you right now? Uh, Have you leveraged this information from your past to bring insights to your current life?
1: Absolutely. Um, when I was looking at my dreams list uh, a few years ago, um, one of the things on there was write a best-selling book. And at the time I thought, well, I haven't done anything towards that yet. What am I going to center around? And I reflected on the the client conversations that I've been having with women over the past 10 years. Typically, they're entrepreneurs, founders, or women leaders in corporate. And it seemed like the same concepts that I was sharing over and over again were really having a significant impact. So I thought, well, why don't I center the book around conversations I looked around my house, I've got words everywhere. Um, Mm. So those are some of my clues. And then also thinking about my experience growing up, what was really a significant piece that shaped my world and my thinking, it was that that element of confident conversations. And I did have have another experience with my dad where he personally attacked me um, verbally So I use some of those stories through my book and I use them in my my coaching and mentoring conversations with clients now to really put the spotlight on an example and and showcasing how one subtle shift can make make a massive difference. So today I have my my own radio show as well, I have my book, I speak, I work one-on-one coaching and group coaching and mentoring with women. And it's a beautiful way to make sure that more women, particularly this week, because we're coming into International Women's Day on Sunday, particularly this week, we will be celebrating the accomplishments of brave, bold women who stepped forward into their most courageous self, much as you've done with your podcast.
0: Mm, I love this. I mean, I, I think there's so many things that you just said that I'd love to point out. I, I don't know if I'm going to get to all of them, but one in particular is that it it doesn't take a massive shift necessarily. Sometimes it's a minor shift in, in the languaging that you use and the the learning, the awareness. And I think that that's important for people to know. So it doesn't seem so daunting, so overwhelming that you can make a minor shift and make it and have that make massive results for yourself I love that you're focusing on helping women um, and that so just to clarify for everyone listening um, International Women's Day actually had just passed by the time you're hearing this we're recording it ahead of time prior to it and it will have just passed when you uh, get the the great pleasure of listening to it so Yvonne is there a particular woman in your life that you have felt has impacted you
1: well, certainly, as I as I think about all the various women, um, I mean, obviously my mum, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as I shared with that story, um, I think that you know certainly there are icons in the, the world of communications and media that have such an important message to share. So definitely, Oprah is one of those ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I expect the con- the conscious element that she brings to the conversation. And looking underneath the underneath the words, and especially her focus on on uh, education and books and training, um, I'm a big fan of the of the book series that she operates, uh, her Super Soul Sunday, where she's dissecting different books. That's a uh, that's always on my PVR. Um, There are so many great women in the world. I I can't center just on one, though. (laughs) I know. I
0: totally get it. And I absolutely love the Super Soul Sunday. So I think that was a great one to bring up. There's fantastic information and inspiration in those. Definitely recommend that. So that's a good one. Uh, So led to your rise to success I mean you've done so much and I know that you know is there anything in particular that you can point out that has helped you become or cultivate the expertise that you have today
1: well I think it's a it's a combination of stopping periodically to reflect on where you've had success and how you can leverage that. I mean coming from England um, you know it's a different culture than living in North America and certainly I was able to leverage my sales skills because that's part of the original work that brought me to Canada working for a British educational company. Um, When I moved into uh, into human resources which was a role that presented itself when I didn't want to travel anymore across the country, um, working with a startup high-tech IT company, um, That that's still connected because you can interview a candidate, but if they aren't interested in the position, if they're not sold as it were on the position, they're not mm-hmm. going to join the organization. And Then as I went through various senior HR roles and VP roles and stepping into HR consulting, there's still an element always of communicating what the potential opportunity is or the challenge is and how to get creative solutions wrapped around that to solve a problem. So I'm a great problem solver. I think that's been a common thread. But periodically stopping, catching my breath and saying what's working really well, how could it be even better? And then moving forwards with the refined direction. That really makes a difference when you stop periodically and do that.
0: I think that's a fantastic tip that people can take and use right away because as powerful women who are doing a lot of things, we often forget to stop and refine, you know, we keep driving forward. And so that's something that I think will not only help our listeners to be more successful, but also more peaceful. Um, And I think that's important. So that combination of you know confidence and sales and how it ties together can you share a little bit about how you help women to learn some of those skills how to refine it and how to use it in their world
1: absolutely so one of the key learnings that i had was about five years ago actually Uh, when I actually burned out because I was working with the wrong clients. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. my biggest tip is make sure that you are fully aware of who it is that you resonate with the most and that you're working with those clients. What it caused me to do, though, was to step out of being in an aggressive energy into an assertive energy. So instead of selling, I now serve. And even Mm -hmm. though it might a subtle shift, the energy of intention is so different that I invite people to come work with me now. I don't arm wrestle them. (laughs) Mm. And so how that looks in a sales conversation is um, a a concept that is leveraging from David Cooper Ryder's work on appreciative inquiry. And I, I refer to it in my book as appreciative sales kinetics. So out of his four questions that he evolved, I work with two. So instead of coming to a potential sales conversation with, you know, what's your biggest challenge? What's keeping you up at night? What's your biggest pain point? Which are all very classic sales things that that we're taught. I come at it from a different perspective with what's working really well in your business already. And people are happy to talk about that. They don't shy away from, you know, what's your biggest challenge where you see their shoulders droop and all the energy drains out of them Mm. talking about this. So, they're proud to talk about what's working really well. And then, after they've shared that, I say, hmm, it's interesting. How could it be even better? Then they go into their description of their future potential um, opportunities and where their business is going. And then I simply say, you know, can I share a little bit about what I'm doing? Because I think we might be able to co create something where I can help you get there faster. And I never have anyone say no, because there's nothing to object to. We're talking about potentially creating something in the future, hasn't even happened yet, so why? there's nothing to say no to. And it's just a whole different approach from a consultative standpoint of wanting to know this person because you're gonna be supporting them for a long time, you're gonna be caring for them as a client, it's not a one-time transactional relationship you're looking for with a customer, it's a client relationship.
0: I love this. This is so important, in particular, the phrase that you use, moving from aggressive to assertive. I think that that intention is incredibly important. I think that um, what you're discussing are the nuances of service that greatly enhance the likelihood of sales. And it's such a such a minor shift, really, that makes, like we talked about before, such a massive difference. But it it seems very internal to me. Uh, What caused you specifically? Like, I like to get to the heart of the the inner stuff that happens for people. I'd love to hear if you can, you may not be able to, to verbalize it, but if you can... What was it that caused you to feel that inner confidence that you now can share with other people and how it relates to the actions that you take, those intentions and the different way of speaking, the languaging, the conversation? Was there something that you can pinpoint?
1: Well, I think the turning point was very much when I burned out. Mm -hmm. And I had been listening to a lot of the gur- gurus um, who, you know, claimed to have the answer to marketing and, you know, all small business client marketing issues, and those tactics just weren't working for me. Um, so when I tried to um, think about, you know, what had just happened with this one particular client that was kind of my final straw, where they just were not listening to my guidance and. Um, didn't appreciate the work that I'd done on a massive report for them. Um, They thought that I could coach the client and absolutely it was a values issue and there's no coaching around that that will be successful. I took a step back because I felt so deflated and in taking, I actually took three months off, and in taking that time off, I started working with energy. I started looking at how can I be more resonant and more aligned in how I feel about serving customers while still being able to sustain my business. And it was a an insight that came through that was really the spark to say, you know, something's got to change because this is not working. What is it that's needed? And it was insight that was assertiveness versus aggressiveness. Mm. Through a morning, you know, a morning success ritual, a practice, um, gratitudes, looking at what happened the last day, who I, who have I been serving, and now building out that by using other things like mantras and crystals and um, intentional energy. So I start the day like that every day and set myself up for success.
0: That's beautiful. And and I knew it, I that was a tough question I kind of threw at you, but you answered it so beautifully. And that's it. It gets to the heart of that importance of realigning and and your energy and the, the power that comes from that congruency. Uh, I think that these are great tools that you're sharing with our audience today. Um, can you share a little bit more about your best-selling book, Words, Women, and Wisdom? I love that. <laughs> Confidence of the modern art. Of confident conversations it is an art isn't it
1: it is it takes practice once you know though um, as you, you know you and I both work in the transformational field awareness is the first point of change so when I wrote the book by the time I got to the end of it um, at the end of the writing I was very aware that the, the language people use are the external signals of how they feel about themselves inside. So there obviously is a next piece to it. However, just a subtle shift can make a massive difference. An example would be should. Oh, I should do this. I shouldn't do that. It has that heavy energy of obligation to it um, and doing something for the sake of someone else, not because you want to do it. Whereas if you change it up to could, it's so subtle and yet it has this energy of possibility and option and choice, and it's it's a subtle difference, and yet so impactful in our self-talk. There's another example of just, you know, oh, I just wanted to X, Y, Z. Well, you just took the whole power out of the sentence by adding one unnecessary word that sounds now almost like you're begging for something. And so the example of, of uh, those two words, you know, one is something that I've worked with for myself a number of years. The other one, I actually did some research and I ended up talking to Ellen Petri Lenz, who I quoted in my book, who wrote an article for Huffington Post, and she was talking about a little bit of research she did with informal research with a networking group, listening to how many times women used it just in explaining their services versus men. And women used it three to five times more than men. And these were entrepreneurs. So it was surprising. However, once she'd written the article, what was more surprising was the response she got from women saying, oh my gosh, now I'm aware of it. Now I've stopped using it. And my, my language has so much more power now. Mm-hmm. So in, there's 40 different words and word concepts. Some of them simple like just and could and should, and, and then others that are lesser known like appreciative inquiry all designed to help women elevate their confidence. And then at the end of every word, I give an action item. So it's kind of like a course in a book to really embed the new learning And with 40 words. It's not quite 52, one a week, but the book was getting too long. So (laughs) (laughs) So it's almost 300 pages already um, and many, many references. So it's my content and my learnings wrapped around well-researched articles, books, uh, concepts, and they're all reference-quoted. And then I interviewed 12 influential and confidential women, confident women and, and also included their learnings and nuggets as well
0: that sounds amazing and i love the the exercise aspect of it because i'm an action oriented person so when i read something i love when somebody says okay now this is how it relates and this is what you can do with it right now so that's fantastic and the minor shift the um the the word just like the word try and should to could it It's back to the same things that we've been talking about, the subtlety of it, but the power of it. And I think that's wonderful. So I have a question for you. When and how did your passion for including a social enterprise element in your business emerge? And why is that important to you? Mm.
1: Well, that bubbled up uh, about four years ago now. So it was after I went through that phase of burnout and came out and rebranded. So my my original company was called The Shattered Ceiling, which was a name that totally resonated with women. It's all about breaking through. However, it was the energy of striving. So when I came out of that three-month window of reflection and rebranded, I rebranded under the brand of Flourish which had a whole different energy of growth and and nourishment. And it was really a different energy. And at the same time, my son, who's um, now 24, special needs, was doing a lot of artwork. And he ended up, one one day, came running into me, Mom, Mom, I need a credit card. (laughs) Whoa, financial independence, this is good. Tell me more. What do you need a credit card for, honey? And he pulls me into the living room after telling me that he wants to buy a kid a smile which I didn't understand. So in the living room is um, an Operation Smile telethon on, on TV. And so what they're doing is talking about how for $240, you can buy a surgery to fix a child's face who's got a cleft lip. Mm-hmm. And it was, first of all, that made me cry. But when his applications for the bank, three of them, all disappeared into thin air, he got upset and decided he was going to sell his painting to raise money for Operation Smile that way. And after I reached out to a few different people for quotes, for a quote for a website, a quote for printing, um, and then we actually developed a little book because we were going to be on Dragon's Den doing a first-round pitch, everybody that I talked to was just so flabbergasted about what he was doing and so touched that I had printers who wouldn't charge me for things. I had someone volunteer to do his website. Uh, I mean, people just came out of the woodwork to help. Yes. it's it really made me realize how, when you have a social cause or something good that you're doing, it's not just about making money in your business. Mm-hmm. That it touches people deeply. And I decided when I when I wrote the book that I was going to not go through a traditional publishing house because the the way that I wanted to do a buy one give one offer. So for every couple sold, to give one to a women's shelter foundation or not for profit. I couldn't do that if I went through um, a you know New York Times bestselling publishing right. house. Um, so that's what I'm doing, and the response to that has been phenomenal. Phenomenal, and it just feels so good. So I know that there's a deeper cause for my business than my accounts course.
0: Right, and and it correlates. Karma's a lovely thing, but you know when. I was just having a conversation with one of my clients about the fact that people are inherently good. And sometimes we question that with the way the world is and in the focus that we end, end up putting on things that are negative just because it may be louder. But I believe very strongly that it is much stronger, the good within people. And and you're proving it with what you're saying right now, the beautiful, beautiful, desire of your son to help a child and to be willing to do you know sell his artwork in order to do so and the response that you get from people and wanting to help him um, achieve his mission with that it's it's I believe that this is how the world really works and when you do good, it comes back to you. And so that that bank account statement definitely applies as well, because it's it's going to end up coming back, especially if that is not your intention. Right. So I love the fact that you're giving every for every book. You'll give a book to a woman's shelter. That is phenomenal. So I'm going to encourage people to go buy a book and send one to a shelter. That's wonderful. This actually seems like a a, a great place to stop and allow you to say a few words about where people can find you, your website, and I know that you have a a special offer. I will put the links, as always, in the show notes, but if you could share a little bit about that now, that would be fantastic.
1: Certainly. Um, Best place to keep up with what I'm up to and to find more information about my work is wordswomenandwisdom.com. So it's words, women, and then spelled out A-N-D, wordswomenandwisdom.com. And one of the things that I have put on there, um, in lieu of, I say this, you know, timeliness of of International Women's Day this month, is um, the the opportunity for anyone who is intrigued to learn more about the book, um, to actually be able to download a three chapter excerpt as as a gift. So Mm -hmm. it's got the first two chapters, And the last chapter, which is when no words are even required, which is an intriguing look at using silence and power pauses and your dress code and how you make decisions. It's not always about the words. It's about the space in between the words as well.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that gift is is on my website. And there's a little bit more information about some of the other things that... That I've got rolling as well this year. And just one final comment about um, Alex and, uh, and this whole sort of social enterprise piece. Um, I did a, um, a runway talk for a company that is called Making Changes for, for their annual gala. And that came about because i volunteered there. So, again, this sort of social enterprise aspect. And then I donated a stack of books to their cause. And then out of that runway talk, one lady who saw me speak has now got me booked for an International Women's Day Webex to, oh, there's probably, I don't know, at least 1,000 people going to be on it. Um, so you just never know so when you put your heart out there and you're genuinely doing something that is kind and good, how it's going to come back, but it always comes back.
0: <laughs> it does. That's a great story. And, you know, we if we were to... Uh, have an interview with all of the women out there that you touched and I'm sure that they are doing similar things to touch other people because that's what we do so that ripple effect of doing good uh, it it just sends out such amazing positive energy into the world and so thank you Yvonne for doing your part do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners
1: today on this whole topic of um the modern art of confident conversations I think that women very often have emotion bubbling up. I mean that's who we are. We care deeply, which is why we have this long term perspective. We're not just, you know, responding to short term money making where we actually care about our clients and customers and the impact we have. So I think it's important to come up with three statements ahead of of time that gives you an opportunity to pause so if you get a question coming up that you don't have an answer to and that could be a highly emotional trigger instead of it creating tears which a lot of times our male counterparts don't really know how to handle (laughs) very well in business um, prepare three statements ahead of time where it gives you a chance to pause so it could be as simple as oh that's an interesting perspective Let me think that through and get back to you, because I I know it's really important to you that you understand what I think about it, too. You haven't said when you're going to get back to them. You've just put a placeholder in and said, I need to think about this. And then you can respond versus reacting.
0: I think that's super important for women. And for me, my emotions run wide and deep. And so I think that that ability to pause has helped me tremendously from honoring other people and also at times not sticking my foot in my own mouth. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. You've given us some outstanding tips that we can use right away today, as well as the underlying intention and awareness. So I am grateful for the ability to have your time and energy here today. So thank you so much, Ivan.
1: Thank you, Heather. It's it's always a pleasure to get this work out to a broader audience because one word difference can make a massive impact.
0: It certainly can. And we're going to leave them with that. Thank you again.